You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is show number 70, original air date February 9th, 2021. Did you know that you can still cruise to Alaska this summer? We have the latest updates on this week's show. This is especially for those of you who had an Alaskan cruise that was canceled, but maybe you still want to go. One of the things that is really fun in the travel industry is sports travel. Yeah, and as we start this show, we would like to say a huge congratulations to our, although I'm a Denver Broncos fan, first and foremost, but a huge congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for winning Super Bowl 55, double nickels. I think a lot of people struggle to remember what the number of Super Bowl it is. I always remember it because Super Bowl happens about two to three weeks after my birthday. And whatever birthday I happen to have, that's what Super Bowl number it is. (laughs) Right? That's an easy way to remember. Our area has been officially renamed to Champa Bay. You like that? I do like that one. The Lightning win the Stanley Cup, the Rays go to the World Series, and now the Super Bowl champs, the Buccaneers. Yeah, so from a 7-5 and record to Super Bowl champions, and they had to play three of the playoff games on the road. So amazing. I think it's so cool that they won in our home stadium because that has never, ever happened before. I do know that yesterday, because we're recording this on Tuesday, on Monday, Gronk did go to Walt Disney World. Yep, just like they said they were going to. But he was not the MVP. Tom Brady was, of course. And And I think Tom's going to go at a later date. Yeah, he's going to go at a later date to be determined. So if you're listening to this, Tom, and you need some pro tips, you definitely want to listen to our Disney Travel Secrets show. I'm sure he already does. (laughs) Probably. I think things would have been so much different, though, here in Tampa Bay, had it not been for all the COVID rules. You are absolutely correct. The only party we went to was on Saturday night at Top Golf over in Tampa, and we were helping our friend who was part of running the event. It was called the Super Celebrity Shootout, hosted by David Ortiz and Chris Godwin. Except Chris could not make it because he kind of had this big game the next day. But we did get to see Big Poppy. Johnny Damon was there. And really, there were a whole bunch of other celebrities. I didn't really catch all of them, although we were technically the celebrity walkers. So we got to help them get in and go to the VIP gifting suite or over to their golf bay. The hard part was recognizing the VIPs because of the masks. You know, they'd walk the red carpet and be like, who is that? Like Johnny Damon, he was pretty easy to recognize because he wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> right. Uh, well, he did have to put on a mask he, to we, go he, into he put, the party. He put one on because he was walking <laughs> in. A lot of them already had the mask on. Johnny and his wife did not. I instantly recognized, I would have recognized him anyway, but I right away recognized both he and his wife because of their two appearances on the show Below Deck. (laughs) Yeah, they had quite the entourage with them. You know, and in the end, I think we mostly ended up being like security guards and bouncers because there were so many people trying to fake their way in. Like, you know, oh, I'm with the Brady party. And it's like, um, Brady party's not even here. So exactly, there was no Brady party. (laughs) But to use the Brady name to try and sneak into an event, that he wasn't even at was pretty hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It would have been impossible if we did not have our walkies, your walkie-talkies, 
And we were the only ones actually wearing them correctly using the actual earwig. I know. The other people were just holding the walkie-talkies. And I was like, that's so crazy because you can't hear anything because it was so loud. I mean, there were hundreds of people at this event. And we heard it was one of the largest, if not the largest party. I think it was the biggest one in Tampa Bay this year. Yeah, we actually had to shut it down. Um, because we were at max capacity at one point, whatever the max capacity was. So yeah, we had to be the people to turn away those who had purchased tickets, and then they were showing up to try to get in. And we're like, yeah, sorry, party's full. It was funny, towards the end of the night, we're standing, we're about 50 feet away, maybe from, you know, Big Poppy's suite. He was in suite 301, for those of you that want to know. And we were pretty much done. We hadn't taken a break all night. We're talking to our friend Steve, who was there. And in my earpiece, I thought I heard we need a hot dog to 301. <laughs> I was like, you got food up here. Who was really ordering a hot dog? And what they actually said was, we need an armed guard to yeah. 301. <laughs> That's how loud it was, though. <laughs> but yeah, there, there, was, was so, there was so many. And so I walked over. I asked one of the people from Topgolf, what do they what do they need up here? And when I heard it again, I heard him say armed guard. I'm, I'm like, why do they need an armed guard? And she looks at me like, how do you know that? And I kind of pointed up, oh, I got my earwig in. Because we didn't, you know, we were just wearing our regular street clothes. All black, of course, for the event. And there were just too many people down there. I remember at the end, instead of walking him through everybody, they just took him out the emergency exit. He's a pretty popular guy. Yeah, pretty popular. There were a lot of people that were trying to um, get his autograph. And yeah, lots of congestion. There were probably like, they escorted, I think, about 40 people out away from his little area. Just to give you an idea of how many people were over there. With all the autograph people, we had to push people back a couple times. Like, um, there's a red, there's a rope and a stanchion here for a reason. Stop trying to push through yeah. it. And some people <laughs> were stepping over it. And that's when we turned into security guards. Yeah. I have to say, I had heard a lot about Top Golf, but we had never been to one. That place is ridiculously cool. And it's bigger than I even thought it could be. You don't even have to be a huge golf fan to have fun there. Great drinks and great food served in your own private golf bay. So you might have a party of, you know, six or seven or eight people and only only four or five won't actually use the range, which is state of the art. You just wave your little golf club over the center and, and a golf ball comes out and it tracks it. I, that was so cool. Like, I was I was blown away by how, how neat that place was. Yeah, the technology is amazing. We'll have to go back and actually hit some balls next we time. We absolutely will. And now on to the rest of the show. Some of you listening may have been a little confused by the title of this week's episode, Cruising Alaska This Summer. And yes, we mean 2021. Um, Because yeah, sometimes a last minute change happens in the travel industry. And that also makes us switch up our topic a little bit because we are going to be talking about something else. Exactly. This week's show is going to be about taking a road trip in the USA with American Tours International. And then we just found out that it's still possible to do an Alaska cruise, as we said, yes, in 2021, this summer. At the beginning of last week, we were pretty confident the entire Alaska cruise season was going to be done. Yeah, so the season traditionally runs from late April through early October, because during those other months, you do not want to be on a cruise ship up in Alaska. It'd be cold. (laughs) (laughs) The big reason that everyone, including us, assumed it was done is because of Canada. Thanks a lot, Canada. Yeah, so Canada basically announced last week that all cruise ports were going to be closed until 2022. And that has a big impact on the cruise industry. It was reverberating throughout the industry. Yes. I made a post on Saturday about cruising in Alaska this summer. And the first comment I got was, what about Canada? And the comment was, will they play nice? And I said, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So let me explain. If you have a ship that is not a U.S. flagged ship, you can't travel from port to port in the U.S. without stopping in an international port at least one time. And about 99.9% of the cruise fleet around the world 
are not U.S. flagships. Correct. Not even the Disney ones. And the real reason, it's called the Jones Act. The Jones Act, if you want to look that up. Even the cruise lines at home port in the U.S., like a lot of the Disney ships, you know, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Norwegian, you know, on and on, they're flagged under a different country. It's usually to avoid U.S. taxes. And I think, in my opinion, an even bigger reason is our labor laws. Yeah, so this law is over 130 years old, and it was designed to promote U.S. shipping interests. So here's how it works for Alaska. If you are cruising from Seattle to Alaska, you must stop in Canada. And Canada says that the Alaska season is done. So if you can't stop in Canada, your cruise cannot be going from Seattle up to Alaska because of this law. However, we found a great company that the law does not apply to in this case, and that's American Cruise Lines. And you're thinking, but why? It's because they don't need to stop in Canada because they are a U.S. flagged ship. The law does not apply. Very similar to the Norwegian Pride of America, which operates only in Hawaii. That is their only U.S. flagged ship because that's the only way you can cruise Hawaii because if not, you'd have to cruise someplace else in an international port to get back. Yep. So they can go from U.S. ports to other U.S. ports without having to make that little stop at an international country like Canada. So American Cruise Lines is offering seven to 14 night cruises starting on May 31st of 2021. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited too. And I'm pretty excited because this company does other cruises, which we'll talk about in a second, that are going to start even earlier. So their first one goes from Seattle to Juneau, Alaska. And I will say, however, as soon as all of those cruise lines started canceling Alaska, um, guess who started getting a little bit of the overflow? I know the answer to this one. Yeah. (laughs) And so the particular cruise that does go on May 31st is currently on a wait list only. So don't get too excited about that date. They have another cruise on June 14th, which is a 10-night sailing, and that has plenty of availability with pricing starting at about 7,500-ish per person. Yeah, so it's definitely, it's a, it's a higher end um, dollar investment for definitely. Alaska. They're doing round trip cruises from Juneau and the 14 night cruise starts in Seattle. You'll visit places like Glacier Bay, Skagway, and also a city called Petersburg. No saint, just Petersburg. <laughs> and if you are doing that 14 night that starts in Seattle, you also have two other stops in Washington. And those are Anacortes and Friday Harbor. Also on this cruise, you get to go to Ketchikan, which we've been to. I actually really, really liked it. And that was actually on our very first cruise back in 2005. Back in the day. And I'll say no disrespect to these two cities, but Anacortes and Friday Harbor, I've never heard of them. (laughs) Well, I'm sure they're really pretty. And that is one thing when looking at these itineraries that kind of separate them from some of the mass market ships that are going to be really big, is that they do a little more of that inland cruising. And so you're going to be close to land on a lot of the cruise. Yeah, this is a great ship because it only has 90 cabins and a capacity of 175 people. So this is definitely small ship cruising, which is probably the best way to do Alaska. Absolutely. Especially during COVID times, too. You don't want to be on a mass mass ship until they have things worked out. And I also like that they have cabins for solo travelers. Both with and without a balcony. You have a choice. Yeah, it's kind of nice. They also have other ships that cruise to different parts of the USA. One of those cruises actually starts next month. I'm really excited for this only because it's next month. And if this one goes, we know the rest of them will probably happen as well. And that cruise is on the Mississippi. And I think a lot of these cruises will become very popular because they're the only ones that are happening. Yeah, people love cruising because every it's kind of like a done-for-you vacation. And just like we've seen an increase in people doing all-inclusives now that they can't cruise – 
I think the same thing's going to happen with these smaller ships on the rivers. So there's also another cruise line called American Queen Steamboat, and they have kind of a fun little itinerary that goes from New Orleans to Memphis, or you can go from Memphis to New Orleans. I think it's a fun way to see that part of the country. My grandpa was a captain on the Mississippi River, so I think that just the nostalgia of cruising on the Mississippi, which I've never done, I think would be pretty fun. Yeah, especially on like a steamboat. How cool would that be? Unfortunately, nobody is cruising from Florida as of the air date of this. And even though we know that the cruise lines are so ready to go and this whole Alaska and the Canada bomb drop, that's got to just be devastating because all those little cities, they rely on tourism over the summer. So I'm glad that there is still at least an option for people so that they can stimulate the economy a little bit. I think a lot of people kind of overlooked at the fact that a lot of these little ports and port cities rely heavily on the cruise industry for their income. And if you all of a sudden, if you just shut down cruising like they've done for almost a year, what are those people going to do? Yeah. So the itinerary for American Cruise Line, you are still going to go to some of those, you know, prime spots and cities, but you also will be going through Glacier Bay. You're going to go through Tracy Arms. Usually when you're going on a cruise, you have to pick one or the other. And so I think that with the inside passage and just the smaller ship, if Alaska's on your bucket list, this would actually be a really great cruise because it's going to be a little more intensive in terms of what you're going to see as opposed to some of just like the bigger cities. You get kind of a good mix in there. Plus, I love you're going to get to do Tracy Arm and Glacier Bay. That's super unique. As of now... The one thing you will have to do if you're going to go on one of these cruises is you're going to have to have a negative COVID test prior to boarding. And that's really an Alaska thing. It's not necessarily just the cruise lines, but Alaska will require that. Yeah. So anytime you go into Alaska right now, then they've had this in place for as long as I think they were the first state that requires that or that required it. And so this isn't anything new. If you were going to Alaska, you were going to probably have to do that anyway. If you were going to drive to Alaska, which you can't do because no roads get you there. But if you were going to fly to Alaska. (laughs) But that's the good news we have for you this week. If you want to book this cruise, I say run, don't walk, because this is going to fill up. If you did have a cruise scheduled that did not go, because we know none of them did, and instead of a refund, if you chose to have a future cruise credit with one of the cruise lines, and you would like our help to find you a cruise, reach out to one of us or the Creating Magic Vacations travel agent that referred you to this show. And one thing I do know is when cruising is back from out of the U.S., it is going to be in high demand. So it's best to get that cruise on the books and have it. You'll have something to look forward to. But you also, you know, if the cruise lines come back and they say, hey, we have to sail at reduced capacity, you'll already have your cabin. So you will be in good shape. Join us next week as we talk about American Tours International. They have some really cool road trips where you can either rent a car or use your own car. Yeah, and they even have the option if you would like to rent a houseboat. So we'll be sharing more about that next week. Remember, the world is a book, and those that don't travel only read a page. It's 2021. Let's get you back to the vacation.